Details of how things are going to work, logistically and technologically, to help in the fight against COVID-19. The API that is being developed aims to overcome one of the main issues with contact tracing technology, the lack of interoperability. So, Apple and Google were keen to emphasize that they are building interoperability at device level in phase 1, which is underway now. Users download an app and opt in for the contact tracing to work. The way the app works uses Bluetooth Low Energy. Each smartphone with the app spots when another phone is nearby and each exchange is anonymous identifier beacons, which change often. The data they exchange does not contain location information and is unusable to anyone, except when the identifier is needed again. So, if you spend, say, 15 minutes in close contact with someone, friend or stranger, the phones do their little exchange procedure. If one of the two people later contracts COVID-19, and is diagnosed and positively tested, they enter this information in the Public Health Authorities app. Then, providing the user consents, the last two weeks of beacons to the server. The final stage in the process is that the phones have come into contact with the now diagnosed user receive an alert. This tells them they've come into contact with someone with the disease, with instructions on how to seek more information. Of course, everyone needs to have the app on their phone for this to work. Most popular in consumer tech. Apple confirms serious new problem for iPhone users. The 100 safest countries in the world for COVID-19. Samsung Insider reveals Galaxy Note 20 surprise release. However, where things get even more interesting is in Phase 2, where the tracing functionality is built in without the need to download an app. With contact tracing, a certain proportion of users need to have the function on their phone for it to work. Take away the need to download the app, and you've overcome a bump in the road. Nonetheless, both companies made clear that at every point, there is privacy and complete user control. More from Forbes Apple releases iOS 13.4.1, surprise update with important fixes. By David Phelan promoted. Crucial to the whole process is the fact that it is only the health authorities which can access this data. Apple and Google will have a whitelist that ensures the data isn't misused. My first worry was that it wouldn't be widely available. I'm told that every phone that uses iOS 13 will be compatible, which is every iPhone since the iPhone 6 seconds, released in September 2015. And Google will make it available for phones going back as far as Android 6, which we used to call Marshmallow, and which was released in fall 2015, too. How about battery life, though? 
Some of those phones aren't known for having the greatest longevity from day to day. Do I really want to sacrifice some of the battery to this? I'm told the technology is pretty low power and the key to the success of this project is it's only using a small part of it. Tiny messages get beaconed out and the phone that is listening has a hardware filter so it only wakes the phone in the background if a beacon with the matching ID comes in. Plus, it's Bluetooth low energy, so the clue is in the name. Phase 1 is coming soon, as soon as next month, with Phase 2 due in the months that follow. There is no unhackable system and there are other issues that need to be addressed. But my initial response from talking to Google and Apple is that they have unimpeachably good intentions and have gone to exceptional lengths to protect privacy. That data that's exchanged is meaningless, unless you happen to be the other phone with the same anonymous identifier beacon, the other half of the pair. The lack of geographical information helps, too. Follow me on Instagram by clicking here, David P. Luntek and Twitter, at David P. Lund 2009. More on Forbes, more from Forbes. Microsoft Teams promises great video calls, no more typing or dog noises. By David Phelan. David Phelan have been writing about technology for two decades and I'm regularly struck by how the sector swings from startling innovation to persistent repetitiveness. My areas of read more. In Singapore more than 1 million users have downloaded contact tracing app. But in any random encounter between two people, there is only a 4% chance that both will have the app.credit. Ha, V young F shutter stop. In the toolkit of strategies to stop the spread of SARS-CoV-2, more countries are reaching for smartphone apps. When phones with such an app are close together, they exchange information in some cases creating a log of who a phone's owner has been near. These contacts will be alerted if they have been close to an infected person. Such apps can complement a country's overall COVID-19 control strategies including testing, contact tracing, isolation and social distancing, but they cannot serve as a replacement for them. Or the thousands of contact tracing teams they require. Like any healthcare intervention, coronavirus apps need to conform to the highest standards of safety and efficacy. And yet, despite the pandemic's global nature, countries are developing apps independently, and there are no global standards which is rightly raising concerns. Some countries are already starting to use phones to record data, including names, addresses, gender, age, location, disease symptoms and COVID-19 test results. For example, users of Australia's Covid Safe app, launched last weekend, will be contacted by health officials if an app user they have had close contact with tests positive for Covid-19. Germany's app, which is still in development, will also use actual test results. Australia is storing data centrally, but, after much debate, and expressions of concern from researchers, Germany's app will store coronavirus data on individuals' phones. And Egypt's app, launched earlier this month, uses a phone's location services to alert users if they have been near anyone with COVID-19. The United Kingdom's contact tracing app is to be launched soon and will require users to describe their symptoms. It is not yet clear whether it will also link to test results. Data will be stored centrally and users will allow the health authorities to alert the person's contacts. Time to discuss consent in digital data studies. 
use of all of these apps is voluntary, as it should be. In most cases, the apps are being developed by governments working with technology companies and researchers. But, considering that citizens are being asked to give up their personal data, there has been little national public consultation. Another cause for concern is the fact that there is scant published evidence on how effective these apps will be at either identifying infected people who have not been tested or, if widely used, stopping the spread of the disease. Governments are excitedly pointing out the benefits, but are saying less about the risks. Key questions need answers One serious concern is accuracy. Apps that link to official validated tests are obviously more likely to give accurate results. An alert based on self-diagnosis that turns out to be wrong or false positive could, of course, be corrected. But if incorrect information has been sent to a large group of contacts, it will have caused unnecessary alarm, and could have wrongly sent people into isolation for weeks. An equally important concern is privacy. As we have pointed out before, it is becoming easier to identify individuals from anonymized datasets. Researchers have shown that it is possible to re-identify individuals even when anonymized and aggregated datasets are incomplete one. Researchers are also raising concerns about the decision some countries have taken to store data centrally. Earlier this month, nearly 300 researchers signed an open letter reminding governments that data stored in many different places such as individual phones are more secure, and that data stored in one place are more susceptible to hacking. Why the World Bank X chief is on a mission to end coronavirus transmission. And then there's the communications technology itself. Most apps share information using Bluetooth, a radio frequency technology that allows devices to exchange information at close range. This is convenient, because most smartphones have it. But it has a history of security breaches that have been much reported and studied. Smartphone users are usually advised to turn off Bluetooth when it is not needed, and especially when in close proximity to other phone users. But to work, COVID-19 apps need users to keep Bluetooth running particularly when they are in public places. COVID-19 apps have, to some extent, been inspired by the experiences of South Korea and Singapore where electronic surveillance methods have helped to control infections. South Korea, in particular, is regarded as a model because it avoided severe lockdowns. Some three months after the outbreak spread to the country, only a handful of new cases are being reported daily and 244 deaths have been recorded in total. But the foundation for South Korea's COVID-19 response is a comprehensive testing strategy, backed by a nationwide network of contact tracers who interview infected people and trace their contacts. The strategy includes the use of phone alerts, but not the Bluetooth apps being developed elsewhere. More importantly, it is based on a degree of surveillance that people in many other countries will find hard to accept. When a person tests positive for COVID-19, a text alert is sent to everyone living nearby. This alert typically includes a link to a detailed log of the infected person's movements in some cases to the nearest minute. These movements are reconstructed from public data, such as closed-circuit television cameras. But the South Korean government is also permitted to access confidential records, such as credit card transactions. The data are then stored centrally by government agencies. At the same time, people's movements are anonymized and published online. Much attention has also been paid to Singapore's Chaset Together app, which now has more than 1 million users. Although this amounts to roughly one-fifth of Singapore's population, it still means that in any encounter between two randomly chosen people, there is only a 4% chance that both will have the app. 
This points to one of the deepest flaws in digital contract tracing plans anywhere, the fact that only a fraction of any population is likely to have the app at all. And such efforts will miss out anyone who, for any reason, doesn't have a smartphone. To set together's developers have warned in a white paper that the app is intended to help human contact tracers not to replace them. Researchers and policymakers have worked hard over many decades to ensure that medicines, vaccines and healthcare products conform to agreed standards of safety and efficacy. These often need to be global standards. COVID-19 smartphone apps are a healthcare intervention, too, and will potentially affect hundreds of millions of lives. Apple adds anonymous symptom and health info sharing to its COVID-19 app and website. Yahoo! Two hours ago anonymous view. Apple has updated its own COVID-19 iOS app and website with new features to allow users to anonymously share info including their age, existing health conditions. Poland rolls out privacy secure coronavirus tracking app. US News and 24 minutes ago anonymous view. Poland has released its latest version of a smartphone application to help to track coronavirus outbreaks, which has been adapted to address concerns about privacy, the working under a tech-fueled microscope of the coronavirus era. Venture beat 11 minutes ago anonymous view. As businesses reopen, monitoring tools promised to track employees and customers in ways few people would have accepted. But there will be consequences. France to open preliminary investigation into handling of coronavirus. NBC News 4 minutes ago anonymous view. Here's what you need to know about the coronavirus, plus a timeline of the most critical moments. Download the NBC News app for latest updates on. Coronavirus surge warning as restrictions eased in world's poorest regions. Yahoo! 56 minutes ago anonymous view. Brazil, Mexico, South Africa, India and Pakistan are among the countries easing tight restrictions before their outbreaks have peaked. Apple's COVID-19 screening app gets anonymous health info and symptom sharing with the 9 to 5 Mac 41 minutes ago anonymous view. Apple updated its COVID-19 screening app yesterday to version 4.0, but it didn't appear to come with any user-facing changes based on the release notes. As 8 best payment apps in 2020 commit 19 hours ago. Anonymous view from Apple Pay Tizzle, these are the best apps for mobile payments and sending money online. In this era of social distancing, most of us report COVID-19 apps fall short in privacy, security. Medicity News 13 hours ago anonymous view. An analysis of more than 100 COVID-19 apps by the International Digital Accountability Council found that many fell short of best practices for privacy and security. COVID-19, Maharashtra to create mobile app for opt services. Mint 10 minutes ago anonymous view. Maharashtra government is developing a mobile app or application for its online opt called Decent Jivani Opt Outpatient Department to resolve difficulties faced by citizens in 
10 great iPhone apps I use constantly that you've probably never heard of. BGR a day ago anonymous view. Many people think that the introduction of the original iPhone in 2007 is what turned the smartphone industry on its head, but the introduction of the Uncos Honors Instacart, DoorDash for anti-trafficking efforts amid COVID-19 pandemic. The Christian Post two minutes ago. Anonymous View a national anti-porn advocacy organization is setting in motion a campaign recognizing non-profit groups, companies and people who are defending human dignity from any form of. Brazil withdraws 2023 Women's World Cup hosting bid amid COVID-19 pandemic. Bleacher Report 20 minutes ago. Anonymous View Brazil withdrew from consideration to host the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup because of financial uncertainty brought on by the coronavirus. The latest, Cyprus M's COVID-19 commercial flight ban. Atlanta Journal-Constitution two minutes ago. Anonymous View an Israeli plane with 22 passengers aboard was the first commercial flight to touch down at Cyprus main Larnaca airport after the East Mediterranean country reopened. Moonlighting partners with Digital Turbine to grow its app users and provide access to millions of available jobs and free. WFMZ TV 9 minutes ago Anonymous View. Newswire Moonlighting, a leading mobile on-demand hiring platform, today announced it has partnered with Nasdaq Apps, the number one mobile platform connecting operators. Resources for local businesses on state COVID-19 requirements. Business Insider 29 minutes ago. Anonymous view back to business as businesses begin to reopen and employees start to go back to the workplace, new policies will need to be instated. New York. South Carolina deputy succumbs to COVID-19. Atlanta Journal-Constitution four minutes ago. Anonymous viewer South Carolina Sheriff's Office is mourning after a deputy lost his battle with COVID-19, news station WJCL reported. Las Cruces company tests COVID-19 risk exposure app in Austrian soccer league. The Santa Fe 12 hours ago anonymous view. Electronic caregiver was subcontracted by Paracelsus Medical University in Salzburg, Austria, to develop the Wallpass app for the Austrian football Bundesliga, the country's top soccer league. Samsara luggage offers safe travel during COVID-19. WFMZ TV 16 minutes ago anonymous view. Newswire on. SAML announces its plan to expand its product line to include additional safety products that address new concerns in the government's COVID-19 mobile app riddled with errors, privacy issues. Business Recorder 21 minutes ago. Anonymous viewer social media user, who analyzed the app in detail, stated the application provides irrelevant and misguided information. Stranded at the drive-in, branded a fool, 
what will they say? Monday at school. Man Behind the Machine. This is your old pal, Jack Nicholson. I would just like to personally thank you for giving me a brain adjustment with all of your special technology. <laughs> thank you for hooking me up to the right doozly doobles and jobbly jobbles, if you know what I mean. Uh, although I did have to uh, strap my brain skull into that contraption, I gotta say, I had... Uh, one of the greatest times of my life being hooked up to the interwebs. So thank you very much for uh, introducing me to the worldwide, uh, let's just say the worldwide zeros and ones. Uh, let's just leave it at that. Uh, it, was a, it was an experience like none other. And uh, thank you very much for all of your technological wizardry and uh, your highly extensive knowledge about this simulated reality. Take care, buddy. Man behind the machine. This is your old pal, Jack Nicholson. I would just like to personally thank you for giving me a brain adjustment with all of your special technology. <laughs> thank you for hooking me up to the right doozly doobles and jobbly jobbles, if you know what I mean. Uh, although I did have to uh, strap my brain skull into that contraption, I gotta say, I had... Uh, one of the greatest times of my life being hooked up to the interwebs. So thank you very much for uh, introducing me to the worldwide, uh, let's just say the worldwide zeros and ones. Uh, let's just leave it at that. Uh, it, was a, it was an experience like none other. And uh, thank you very much for all of your technological wizardry and uh, your highly extensive knowledge about this simulated reality. Take care, buddy.